0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Bonus episode, advice column. You know the drill. Yeah. We actually both have life updates this time, you know? Usually we come and we're like just... Grasping for something to talk about (laughs) because we don't do anything with our lives, but we both have been gone actually because you haven't talked about um, your trips either because we recorded the last couple episodes weeks ago because both of us were going to be out of town. Mm -hmm. So I went to Newport last week with Nick has like a group of friends from high school, actually from before high school that he's known since forever, and they're really tight knit group. And now all of them are married and like most of them have kids. And so we went, we usually go once a year in June to Newport and just like stay at a beach house. And it's so fun. It's like, I don't know, just the beach. And we, Newport is such a fun place to, I feel like people from Arizona love
1: Newport. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. Like whenever we talk about Orange County and Newport, Beth's always like, oh, I've never grown, cause she grew up here. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I've never really grown up going to Orange County that much or like loving Newport. But I feel like when you're. I don't know. A lot of people that I know from Arizona, it's like that's where you go during the summer a lot of times or San Diego or wherever, just because it's not too far of a drive. And so
0: it's one of my favorite beach towns because from the beach, you have so many food options that you can walk to Mm -hmm. from the beach. And that's not the case with a lot of beaches. I feel like around here. Yeah, it's true. You have to drive if you want to go get food. Mm -hmm. So it's It's a fun fun. place to stay because we just rent bikes and ride around. Anyways, it was a lot of fun. And that was my life update. It was good to kind of get out and See a bunch of friends and yeah, experience normal
1: life. Yeah, normal life is on the uh, horizon. It's seeping back in. Yes, and it feels so so good. Like especially in California. So when we were just in North Carolina and Tennessee, it it did feel a lot more normal. But obviously, LA and is one of the last places that has more strict mandates and stuff. And so it, to be honest, like it just hasn't felt normal here for. The past year and a half at all. Like mm-hmm. since all of it started, it has not felt like normal life. And so whenever I leave the state, which is not even that often, I'm like, oh my gosh, like a glimpse into normalcy. And now it's starting to feel that way here. And it just is the nicest feeling because I've just I, know. I, I can't even believe that we've gone so long in a quote unquote not normal like yeah.
0: place. You know what I mean? Like the happiness that I feel when I see my friends like at a concert or something or like, you know, in a group and, and with other people. And it's just like, and oh you can my see gosh, they finally made it.
1: <laughs> like, I know we, we went to a workout class and like, I could actually see people like smiling and I'm just yeah. like, oh my gosh, like, it's so energizing to be around yeah. these people. And anyway, so it's been so nice. But our trip to North Carolina and Tennessee was really fun. I vlogged it all if you guys want to see more. But it was kind of a random trip. We just went with my family and then we drove over to Tennessee to see Kristen and Marcus, which was really fun to see them and hang out. And yeah, it was just, I was like sad to come back. But then again, like I said, it now I was feeling a little more normal. So yeah, now I'm not as sad to be here. But also... I have two major life updates, you guys, that I cannot go they They're more without. important than anything else. Yeah. Number one… Okay, I'll start with the less important. Number one, I got extensions, <laughs> dyed my hair, more reds. I'm feeling great, honestly. I. It's so weird. A lot of my closest friends, like, haven't known me with long hair. They met me when I had short hair… And it's so weird to me because I've had long hair, like, my entire life, aside from the past few years. But a lot of my, like, closest friends that I met in the past few years, like, Beth met me when I had short blonde hair. Yeah. Kristen met me when I had short hair. So blonde. anyway,
0: Yeah. I forgot you were blonde. Yes.
1: So, a lot of my friends are like, what the heck? Like, they saw me with extensions. They're like, I don't know her, but I love her. And I'm like, that's so funny because I feel like more me than ever yeah. when I have long hair. Anyway, it feels really good to have
0: long it looks amazing hair
1: thank you Uh,
0: you did it while we were in Newport and um all of the girls on the trip were like because I saw it first on Instagram and I was like oh my gosh and then like one by one as they were on Instagram they'd be like oh JC's hair looks so good and I'm like I know it looks amazing oh my gosh that's so nice thank you I I feel like you want to get extensions now
1: yeah it's oh it's so nice like on one hand extensions are, you know, maintenance and a little bit of a pain. They're the ones that are like tied into my hair. So mm-hmm. at first I was like, I'm just going to get clip-ins. And I, I was talking to Tyson. He's like, no. He's like, you're not getting clip-ins and taking them out not every the single day in the summer. That's what no. he was saying. He's like, you're not doing— Like, you would yeah. not even want to do that. And you would end up not wearing them that much. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I was like, I just need to get the ones that are actually in my head,
0: here's, <laughs> in my hair. Here's my theory for extensions. If you want a lot more length and a lot more volume, you have to do the— um sewn-in ones. ones, And if you you want like fill-ins that are like just making it look a little bit thicker that aren't that noticeable. It's like if you took that out right now, it would be a little bit more noticeable than if you just had fill-ins. But yeah, if you just want to like make it thicker and it's the same length and just like a couple of them, then yeah, clip-ins are great because then you don't have to wear them all the time. It's not that noticeable, but.
1: Well, even when I had clip-ins, like I'd be like, oh, I'll just wear them for photo shoots and stuff to give my hair a little more volume. But then I just wouldn't even wear them because I'm like, eh, it's too much of a hassle. Like I don't care. I would wear them once in a blue moon. So it's nice to just feel like I actually have long hair again. And I have to say these extensions are like such good quality. They're so thick. I was having Chelsea feel them. They're just like such soft, real nice hair. Yeah. They feel really good anyway.
0: I know okay. I, I, you're making me want them so bad because you should. It's so funny because when I first got married, I cut my hair. Well, I didn't really cut my hair, I took out my extensions because I used to have long extensions, yeah, so you like had long really long black ones. ones. And then I cut my hair right after I got married. Like, why does everyone do that? I don't know. Yeah, like as soon as they get married, they just Classic. like chop their hair. <laughs> and then um, I waited a few years, but yeah, and then a year or a couple months later, actually, I got my extensions back. And I was like, why does this feel like more me? Mm-hmm. But even though I've never naturally had long hair before, like yeah. my hair does not grow like that. It, so I was like, I don't know why I feel more myself when I have like long, long hair. I mean, I love my hair now because it's easy, but you're making me really consider it. And uh, unfortunately,
1: with, unless you have extremely thick, just like incredible hair, like when I see this, I'm like, it's just sad to me that I even experience my hair with these because it will never look like this on its own. Yeah. Like even if it was this length, it would never be this thick yeah, exactly. and like voluminous. And so, but you know what I need to get now is like big scrunchies. Like I have like tiny hair ties and I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. use these. Like even my claw clips, I'm like, I don't even think they would like fit
0: all my hair because oh, yeah, yeah. it's very thick. I will say long. that is one con of having extensions is like ponytails. And putting and, it up is yeah, kind of annoying. It's kind of hard, I but it doesn't matter because it looks amazing when it's down. Yeah, I love it. You don't have to scroll very far down your newsfeed to find a story about the restorative effects of collagen. It's all the rage, but it's way more than just hype. Get the very best collagen on the market from Ancient Nutrition. Ancient Nutrition has one goal, to transform the health of every individual on the planet with history's most powerful superfoods. Whether you want to improve your body, sharpen your mind, or just feel like your best self, Ancient Nutrition makes supplements that get real results that you can see and feel. All Ancient Nutrition products are made from the highest quality ingredients and are rigorously and repeatedly tested for purity.
1: Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one, improve fine lines and wrinkles after four weeks, and transform your overall skin tone after eight weeks. It's unflavored, dissolves in any liquid, so put a scoop in your morning coffee, smoothie, or even baked goods. Collagen is such an easy thing to add to your smoothie, and honestly, I feel like it kind of makes it even like a little bit creamy. So, proven formulas for real impact, that is what ancient nutrition is all about. Right now, ancient nutrition is offering 20% off your first order when you go to ancientnutrition.com right now and enter promo code what we said at checkout. That's ancientnutrition.com, enter promo code what we said for 20% off your first order. ancientnutrition.com, enter promo code what we said at checkout. Go check it out. What interferes with your happiness? When you're experiencing any sort of depression, anxiousness, or anything else like that, it can really prevent you from living your best life. I definitely know that's the case for me. So that is why we love our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. And you can start
0: communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and you do this all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. They also make it easy and free to change counselors if needed, which is great, so you can make sure you have someone that is a good match for you and your needs. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available, which is amazing. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you.
1: There are licensed counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, self-esteem, relationships, trauma, and more. And anything you share is confidential. They also have testimonials posted daily on their site if you want to hear how people are loving it. So we want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is betterhelp, which is H-E-L-P.com slash what we said your most important my update. most important life update and if you follow me on tiktok then you already know a little bit about this but I, I said i have to tell the full story i actually haven't even talked to you about it in person yeah so i was like i needed to talk about this on the podcast okay so leif and i dropped lady off at the vet she was getting this little dental cleaning thing done and afterwards we went to blue bottle and we were getting some matchas and i got my drink like super fast they gave it to me in two seconds and then Leif's was just taking forever, and we were sitting there just waiting for like probably. Wait, I don't where know, is close Blue Bottle? 10. Because I've
0: never even been there. This one was in Woodland
1: Hills, okay, which is closer to like Calabasas and yeah. all of that. So it kind of makes sense. Anyway, I'm
0: giving some Ooh, foreshadowing. Clue. Yeah, some <laughs> foreshadowing.
1: So we're in Blue Bottle, and we're waiting, and it's kind of just like weird that it's taking you know this long for him mm-hmm. to get his drink, whatever. We're just talking. It wasn't. It was fine. We were just sitting in the coffee shop talking and stuff. And then Leif just goes, is that a Kardashian? And I look to my right and Kylie Jenner with Stormy on her hip and one of her friends. I didn't know her. I didn't recognize her friend, really. I couldn't. It was like a blonde girl, but it wasn't Stoss or like anyone I had Mm -hmm. seen a lot. But she kind of did look familiar. So I don't know who it was. I could find it out, I'm sure. But anyway, they're walking into Blue Bottle and there's a security guard behind them. But he lets them go in on their own and he just kind of like waits outside, like far away, not next to them or anything. And they come in and I'm just like truly starstruck because this is… <laughs> that would be one of the only people that I would truly be starstruck. And I think it was a bonus that she had Stormy. Yeah. Because it's just like two icons. Like, yeah. Right? And I'm talking eight feet from me. Like so incredibly Could close to Could you smell me. her? <laughs> I'm like… And I smelled… Her. No, I cannot smell her perfume. Was she wearing KKW? She was… She was wearing sweats and just like a white tank top and Nikes. And then Stormy was literally barefoot in her pajamas. Like she was in cheetah
0: these little cheetah print pajamas. She's just a regular person.
1: Yeah. She was so cute. So anyway, they get up to order. And you know I'm listening intently. I'm like, I need to know what Kylie Jenner orders. Duh. Like what? And she ordered. It was kind of loud in there because they're like making coffee and making drinks. So I couldn't
0: hear super well. Were were the cashier people, the people checking out, do you think did they look shocked or did they look like maybe she comes in a lot? They had masks on and so it's kind of hard to like tell their
1: facial expression. Can you expression. imagine,
0: can you just imagine if you were the worker and Kylie Jenner comes in and you're, she's casually telling you your order oh. and you're like trying to put it in? Yeah. I'd be sweating. Know,
1: you know what's so funny is like he was a young guy so I'm like 100% he knows yeah. obviously who she is and everything. And so she ordered two drinks and I think yeah. From what I heard, it was like a New Orleans and a cold brew, and then he said, "Like, oh, I'm sorry, but that one only comes in a 12 ounce." She's like, "Oh, that's fine." She was just super nice, super normal. It's just weird to see someone act normal yeah. that is so famous. Like, she's truly one of the most famous people in the world. Ever. Yeah. So it's just like crazy. And then, anyway, and then Stormy ordered. She was like, "Tell him what you want." And Stormy said, "Um, I want a hot chocolate." <gasps> and then, um, Kylie said, "Say please." And she's like, please. And he's like, okay, oh I'll gosh. get a hot chocolate in for you. I'm dead. And Kylie was like, kind of just like holding Stormy, kind of like moving her around, like just a normal cute yeah. mom. And then we kind of made eye contact because she was just looking at me. And I just like gave her a little smile and she just gave me a smile back. Oh my gosh. And I can die happy now. Kylie Jenner has seen my face. She saw she saw me right after my glow up of my hair. Okay. Yeah. And Leif got out. He's like, I looked like a potato today. <laughs> In front of Kylie Jenner, he's like, "I can't believe it." But he is also saying, "He was like, all of my choices led us to this moment." And I'm like, "You're kind of right because he made the vet appointment kind of in a random locate, like in a location we'd never been to at 7:45 a.m., and then we dropped her off, and then we had to wait. Like all of the things that had to play out for us, yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, I want to go to Blue Bottle," and I was like, "Okay." And he never really like takes initiative and is like, I want to go to this place. Like, it's always wow, me. So he the was the one. told him Kylie was <laughs> going to be there. <laughs> exactly. So he wanted to go there. We went there. His drink was taking so long. And then he was the one who saw her. So he's like, it was all me. Was, and I was like, you're right. We'll forgive and him for
0: asking if it's a Kardashian, not knowing it was a Jenner, but. Exactly, okay.
1: exactly. And then anyway, just to top it off. So then we went outside and they were waiting for their drinks inside and they sat. We would have been literally one foot away from them if oh like gosh. we had stayed in there but i like saw her through the window and she was like playing patty cake with stormy like there's just- stormy looks like the perfect child that's the thing is like you know how i feel like on social media people are like she's so cute she's so like polite yeah. she's so sweet she was like in person she was just so how cute. old is she now like 2 3 um i think 3 or 4 probably oh okay she was just so cute cute and polite and adorable like leif was like that's a really cute child and i'm like yeah, yeah she's adorable like And anyway, to end the story off. Stormy. They walked back. Oh, also her friend. This is a small detail. Her friend had on a hoodie with Kylie's face on it. Like a huge, like. Really? (laughs) Photo of Kylie on it. True friendship. Yeah. I'm like, okay, friend goals. And then. She ain't trying to hide who she is at all. (laughs) No, no. And then they walked back in security. Their security guard came and like escorted them back to her custom orange Lamborghini. And she put Stormy in the car and then she drove away. Wow. So there is my, my. That would have been perfect for our celebrity encounter. That episode, would have, but I had to tell you guys every detail because truly, it's like you said. That's the that's one person that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm starstruck. Someone commented, they're like, she's just a normal person getting coffee. Like, what's the big deal? I'm like. No, no, no. No, she's not No, normal. she's not. <laughs> Number she's
0: one. A, uh, she's a billionaire.
1: Yeah, she's a billionaire. She's, like, one of the most famous people ever. And it's, like, I follow her and I, yeah. you know, watch and the And Stormy show is, like, the most
0: iconic child in the world. Exactly. So
1: I'm, like, no, this is a big deal. Like, don't yeah. pretend that you wouldn't, like, be shook if you saw Kylie Jenner. Just also, she was—just had no makeup on. Like, it was so— Yeah. It was just such a, I don't know. Crazy. Crazy thing. fun moment. Wow. So anyway—
0: that's my moment of the week. L- just LA things. Those are the fun things about living in LA when you totally. see a random famous person doing something really random. and you're Yeah, just like, really normal. Walking to their car and you're just like, oh, that's so-and-so or that's so-and-so. That's cool. And it really is just
1: like Leif was saying, he's like, do you think she's super busy every day? And like her schedule's jam-packed. And I'm like, yes, but also it's cool that you can see her doing normal things like this. What day because- was that? A Saturday. That was a Saturday. So she
0: was just having a weekend off and she was
1: like, oh, let's get some coffee. Exactly. But it's kind of cool to know that like she just goes in her sweats to order coffee yeah. with her daughter who's literally barefoot in her pajamas. Like, yeah. It's so cute. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Wow. I wish I was there. I know. It was I'm really jealous. a moment. I texted Carter and I said, guess who I just saw? He's like, if it was Devin Booker and Kendall <laughs> Jenner.
0: I'm like, no, but close. It's Kylie. He's like, that's crazy. That Let is crazy. You know what? This last week while we were in Newport, um, the games were always on. The basketball games, like the NBA games. Yeah. I never watched like more than probably two minutes of a basketball game in my entire life. Never went to a basketball game. I always went to like baseball games when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Never even watched football. But this past week, the games were always on. And so I kind of just started watching. And I was like, wait, this is so good. And also, I mean, we're from Phoenix, but never cared about the Suns. Right. (laughs) Until now that like literally… Once I found out that Devin Booker was dating Kendall Carjack, Car- Oh, when no, I say Kendall Karj- <gasps> oh, Kendall girl. Jenner, I literally was like, I love Devin Booker. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. He's uh, doing so good. Oh, same. Literally, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like,
1: I'm, he's carrying this team. Yeah. I literally looked so up on
0: Pinterest. I'm like, Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker photos. They I, ha- rarely have any photos together, but they're so cute.
1: They're so cute. And I've been so invested in all the Suns games. Yeah. I actually do. It's like you're saying- basketball is actually very entertaining and so fun to yeah. watch. Especially when you have your team that you're into and like… I found myself watching it
0: by myself. Like Nick went to go get food one night and I was like, okay. Then I was just kind of sitting there and then the TV was playing and I ended up watching and it was a really good game. And I yeah. was like, am I a basketball fan?
1: <laughs> yes. It's so fun to watch with my family too because they're such so into big it. basketball fans. And like, it's so funny. Carter will literally call shots and be like, you can do a sidestep three set, And he does it. He's like, whoa.
0: I'm like, How Also, do I have you a bum to pick with the NBA. Because… I swear those people travel. Like, as I was watching, I'm like, you're telling me that guy didn't just travel? Like, Wait, What do you mean? Oh, travel as in literally with the ball. Yeah. they meant
1: like they go gone on flights. I'm like,
0: well, yes, <laughs> they go to the games. So. I'm like, I swear they had to leave their home state for this. <laughs> no, like traveling with the ball. Huh. And Nick's like, I think sometimes they do. They just don't like call it. But aren't they allowed to only take two steps? Like if they take three, that's traveling. I'm not sure to be honest and sometimes when they're running through the like crowd to get to the thing, I'm like, eh, that yeah. was a little iffy. There's little
1: things that they can do to like… Yeah. Whatever it's
0: called, you know. Yeah. But I was like… Not technically Every traveling. game that I was watching, I'm like… Because mm. I, I remember when I played basketball like in PE or whatever, it was like traveling was like, don't travel. Like, don't take more than… You know what I mean? Because you have to dribble the <laughs> ball or whatever, but… Compares yourself to Devin Booker. <laughs> I'm like, if I can't do it, neither can you. No, I'm just saying, like, I remember that being such a big deal. Yes, and then I was yes. like, oh, these people look like they're literally running across the court. <laughs> like, with the ball in
1: their… fully in their hand. It's so crazy. Also, I'm s- stupid. Like, I don't watch basketball often. So, you know, sports fans <laughs> don't come at me. But I'm surprised at how often people dunk in games. Like, it, it's so cool. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize yeah. that was like a thing that you did during games. Actually a few times per game. Like, yeah. I thought that was, like, one in Once a million in a shot. It's like, oh, no. They, like, dunk, actually, kind of often, which is cool to see, especially when it's, like, a little alley-oop thing. I don't know.
0: I know. I feel so stupid when I watch games with, like, Nick and his with friends. Men. Yeah. I wasn't going <laughs> to specify, but I'm, like, specifically with toxic men. No, they're not toxic, but they just know so much about it, and and I'll think something's cool, and I'm, like, is that even cool or… And I just never watched basketball before. Yeah. Like when they like do a fake pass and then he yeah. dumps it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was sick. And then I'll see them and then they'll be like, yeah, that was sick. And I'm like, okay, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely. then sometimes they do something and I'm like, oh, like they'll get multiple three points. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. But yeah, it's really good. Anyways, yeah, it's, go Suns. It's been fun.
1: <laughs> go Suns. Hope they take it all the way. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. It'd be so cool. We are talking about like, oh, should we go to a game? But their tickets are so, so expensive. expensive which makes sense. But yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Should we get into this advice? Yeah, we should. We've been chatty Cathy's this morning. Okay. You can go. You can start.
0: Okay. First, thank you all for adding so much joy into my life. You're welcome. Listening to each episode is my favorite part of the week. And you guys always have me dying of laughter. I recommend this podcast to all of my friends because it is so worth the recommendation. Wow. Thank you for that nice paragraph. Yes anyways here's what's up my boyfriend 22 and i 21 of 2.5 months are getting pretty serious and are talking about marriage okay super exciting oh, don't act like that's crazy no i i um as i was like wow that's pretty short i'm like oh that's way right how long we both dated yeah. i'm so used to people writing and be like we've been dating for two years yeah and yeah yeah anyways n- nothing against you trust me super exciting since i love this man so so much and i know he is the one when you know you know We have decided to wait until marriage to do the dirty, but here's where it gets a little complicated. I am a virgin, but he, although wanting to wait till marriage, is not a virgin. I'm low-key scared for our wedding night because I have zero experience and he knows what to expect. I've mentioned it to him that I am nervous about it and he says I have nothing to worry about, but I still worry. So I guess my question is, how do I get over the fear of not being good enough or measuring up to what he has experienced before? I'm very much a people pleaser and would love some advice. Much love from North Carolina. Oh, Love NC. Oh, yeah. It says NC. I was like, maybe that's her initials. But I think we kind of mentioned this in our big sister advice one. Is that the one we were talking about? Yeah, I think so. All that stuff. (laughs) SCX. And our first time, like your wedding night. Mm -hmm. Just get it in your head that you're probably not going to be that good at it. Well, and it's also not that big of a deal that you… I'm not trying to invalidate your feelings at
1: all. I'm just saying it's not that big of a deal that you haven't and he has before. Like… If you're going to be married for years, it's like, you know, yeah. it's going to be great. That's After what I'm a saying, little while. Yeah,
0: the first time it, you can't have an expectation it's going to be the best, you know, sex of your life. It will get better will, and better up to that and better. Point. Oh be yeah, the that's only, true. <laughs> but yes, you will have nothing else to compare it to. But at the same time, you know, you can turn this into, you know, let him take the reins and let him show you what show he you the ropes. likes, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's and you'll learn. Be like, you hey, like. you show me, you know take the lead a little bit. It's like dancing, you know, one of you takes the lead and shows how it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think, I think that's good. It's it's not, also if you love and trust this person, he, and it sounds like he is reassuring you that it's going to be totally fine. Like, you will probably, first of all, feel more comfortable than you mm-hmm. think you will because you are marrying this person. Yes. So you're obviously very comfortable around them. Totally. And you can just be honest with being like, oh, I'm nervous. Like, I don't know what to expect. And it'll all totally be fine. And yeah. tr- trust me, within a little bit, you'll be like, oh, cool. i Also, in the group of it. don't
0: forget that it's instinct. It's instinctual. It's not exactly. something we necessarily even have to be taught. Like, yeah, we can work on it, but you'll have more um, guidance than you think, like natural instinct than you think you totally. will when it's happening. Definitely. <laughs> Without okay. getting too into the details. <laughs> Okay, I love you both like best friends and look
1: forward to JC's Sunday vlogs and these podcast episodes every Tuesday. Thank you. So here's what I need advice about or more, more so support and reassurance. My boyfriend and I are 26 and 25 and have been together for seven years. We moved in together three years ago and have a great, healthy relationship. He is so supportive and really is the person I see myself building a family with. Yesterday, I overheard him talking to his friend on the phone and his friend asked if he was planning to propose anytime soon since we've been together for so long. I was shocked when my boyfriend said, I don't have a ring yet, but I'm planning to ask her in a month or so. Oh. I was so shocked and felt really uneasy and scared. I didn't expect it to be so soon because the last time we talked about it, we agreed that maybe in the next year would be good, and I felt like I had time to mentally prepare. I'm not someone who planned my wedding when I was little or dreamt about who I would marry. I grew up with divorced parents, never seeing what a good marriage looked like, and it scares me to think about the huge commitment that marriage is and the pressure that comes with announcing that you're engaged. I'm scared to get hurt or make the wrong decision since I really do want it to be for life. I guess what I'm wondering— is if either of you had any fear or hesitation before getting married and how you overcame it. JC, I know your parents got divorced too. So I'm wondering if you ever worried about going through that yourself or making the right choice. I should also mention that I will be the first in my friend group and in my family to get engaged. So it just seems like a huge step. I don't enjoy change and I'm nervous about people treating me differently or having so many expectations coming from others. Any advice from you guys would mean so much to me. Thank you both so much.
0: Wow. That's a very valid fear. Totally. First of all. And second of all, she kind of mentioned at the end, but what I was thinking as I was listening to this is because they've been together for so long, mm-hmm. instead of almost when you're only dating for a couple months and then you get engaged, it's actually not that much of a change because you haven't gotten used to your dating. Right. But because they've been in this stage for so long, it is such a huge change to mm-hmm. them that it is more scary than, you know, maybe if they only had known each other for a little bit. It's true. So— change in any way is scary. Yeah. I I was going to say, I think there's a difference between
1: fear of change and being like a little bit nervous and like a gut feeling of like, this is not right. And I genuinely feel like those are two different things that should probably be, I don't want to say easy to tell the difference between, but I, I always felt like First of all, when I knew I was getting engaged, I was very excited. Like I don't think I was like, oh, I'm so uneasy about this. But I will say that like once I was actually engaged, like there were little moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting married like forever. This is kind of crazy. It was never like, oh, I have a bad feeling about this. But there were moments of like fear of like, this is a massive change and like, this is forever. This is the choice I'm making forever but at the end of the day, like I was much more happy and excited than I was fearful. So I I don't know how to answer. And weirdly enough, like, so my parents are divorced and life's parents are divorced. And for some reason it doesn't, I never really think about that. Like people ask me, that sometimes like, Oh, since you come from a divorced, you know, family, like, do you ever get scared? And it's very odd, but like, I don't ever, I don't know. I guess I never consider getting divorced from life. And I just even going into marriage, I wasn't like, oh, my biggest fear is getting divorced. Yeah, I don't. Is that weird? I don't know. Like no. I, yeah, it did. Well, also it you, makes my life harder in some ways, but it's yeah. not like to me, it's it hasn't been the biggest deal. Where like I have so much trauma, and I'm like, oh my gosh, divorce is absolutely horrible.
0: Yeah, and and maybe know. you and life were pretty young when it happened too, so maybe it wasn't so as us, like prevalent. You know, definitely in your I think that's mind. And you guys both grew up with awesome step parents, like in your life and saw their relationship Definitely. as well. So maybe that helps. No,
1: that's very, yeah, that's very true. I think we were really young when it happened. So it didn't affect, like if it would have happened for me in high school or yeah. after, I think it would have been a bigger deal for sure. But it happened when I'm like four years old and same with life. So we both have just lived life this way and we, d- we know no different, you know? Mm-hmm. It's never been like, oh, I'm so terrified to get divorced. Um, but that's just a personal feeling because I've just grown up the way I have. I don't yeah. know.
0: And if this is the person that you say that you want to have a family with, and that is your gut feeling of like, I know this is the guy for me. He's the one for me. But you have almost like intrusive thoughts that are right, very normal to have like that. Like you said, this is forever. Oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be with one person for the rest of my life. Am I making a huge decision? Do I have to make this right now? You know, those intrusive thoughts are not as telling as your gut. Yeah,
1: I, I've heard of multiple people. It's like Kim Kardashian was even saying on that her, her reunion, she was like, she had a gut feeling of like, I should not do this. And she did anyway with Chris Humphreys. Yeah. And then she got divorced shortly after. And I've had, I've heard that from actually a lot of people that I know. Mm-hmm. Is there like I, before my wedding day was like, Terrified, like I was. Like I don't think I'm making the right choice.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel that way. It's not even necessarily that you should feel so excited as much as like at peace with your decision. Definitely, at peace is a better word. Yeah, because jitters and nervousness is not the same as um, a gut feeling 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 that that that. you're like ruining your entire life by making this decision. Totally.
1: I think you just have to get real with yourself, have some moments of self reflection, and. Feel, you know, your gut will tell you everything you need to know. Truly. Your intuition, yourself, you know everything you need to know. You know it feels right and you know it doesn't feel right. Always listen to your gut. Yeah. Preach.
0: There is so much about fertility that's a complete mystery. That's where the Modern Fertility Hormone Test comes in. Think of your fertility hormones as tiny detectives. They can bring you tons of insight into your egg count, reproductive timeline, and even possible outcomes for egg freezing and IVF. Everything you need to know to get proactive about your fertility. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash what we said, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or
1: FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. I'm really excited to be partnering with them because I've been very open about my fertility journey, and this is an amazing, affordable way because fertility appointments and all of that really can get so incredibly pricey. I know it from experience, so this is an amazing option. Um, If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the right decision for you. It's also, like Chelsea was saying, just a very easy thing that you can do from home, which is really nice as a first step when you are curious about, you know, all of this stuff, your egg count and your fertility in general, and it can just be a really, really good first step. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash what we said. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even thousand plus dollars it could cost you at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash what we said, modernfertility.com slash what we said.
0: CBD has become extremely popular in the past year, making it more and more difficult to navigate and choose the right company and product. That's where our sponsor, Ned, comes in. They produce the highest quality, full-spectrum CBD extracted from organically grown hemp plants, all sourced from an independent farm in Colorado. Ned is a wellness brand offering science-backed and nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. And if you're late to the CBD party and you're wondering, like, what are the benefits of CBD? Well, don't worry, I'll tell you. Cannabinoids have a wide range of benefits and regulate nearly every biological system in the human body. Some of the best known uses are as a sleep aid, also used to treat insomnia, as an anti-inflammatory, as a natural pain reliever, to treat anxiety and PTSD, to treat depression, as a rich source of antioxidants, treatment of serious chronic conditions such as epilepsy, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and more. You
1: can shop their full spectrum hemp collection, which includes their sleep blend, body butter, hemp oil, and lip balm. They also have a magnesium super blend, immunity blend, and more. So if you guys want to check out Ned and try their CBD for yourself, we have a special offer for our What We Said audience. Go to www.helloned.com slash said or enter What We Said at checkout for 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. That is H-E-L-L-O-N n-e-d dot com slash what we said to get 15% off your first one-time order or 20% off your first subscription order plus free shipping. Thank you, Ned. And subscription orders are already discounted 15% off for the one-time purchase price. So your discount code will add 5% for a total of 20% off subscription orders, just to clarify.
0: Hi, ladies. First off, I just want to say that I'm such a huge fan of the podcast. I'm convinced that we would be real life besties if we ever hung out, and I look forward to listening to you every week. Now, I need some advice. My husband and I eloped in November 2019. We knew we wanted to get married at some point, but my husband needed health insurance, so we decided to get married ASAP with only about 10 people present our parents and siblings. Our plan was to keep it pretty quiet that we were married, then have a real wedding with a ceremony reception and everyone we love present in the fall of 2020. Then COVID happened and we had to cancel those plans. And it just became unrealistic to plan something again. So we decided not to have the real wedding at all. I'm so happy in my marriage, but I am so sad about losing out on the wedding of my dreams. We really didn't make our wedding special at all. I did yard work the morning of my wedding and didn't like my dress. Went to the most casual place for dinner where it was so loud, I couldn't even talk to anyone. Never got a bridal shower, bachelorette party, etc. I was fine with it at the time because I thought I would get to plan a beautiful wedding down the road, but that's not the case anymore. I'd love some advice on how to accept this and move forward instead of being sad about it every time I see someone post wedding pictures or talk about their wedding. Thanks again for all the joy you bring with your podcast and for all the hard work you put into it. Oh, thank you for all the compliments. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, so I don't know if I missed something. Is she saying there's like no hope of it, of doing it now? Or she was just saying because of COVID it got canceled and then it was kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah. Like but she I think saying, we can still do it now. Yeah. I was going to say you can have um, a five-year, you can wait a couple years and do a five-year anniversary like vow renewal, or you can do it on your three-year, like do it on an anniversary and make it like you can make it as big of a deal as you want to. I was going to gonna
1: say, normalize doing whatever the heck you want. You yeah. don't even have to wait for five years. You can wait for two, make one your year, or two years. You don't even have to wait for a year. You can exactly. say, in two months, I want to do this thing. Like, I think the thing is, is that, and I'm not saying she's doing this at all, but it's like a lot of times to other people, things aren't as big of a deal or they don't understand like the way. You know, you can't expect other people to read your mind and be like, I'm going to throw her an amazing bridal shower. But it's like, Mm -hmm. maybe if you have friends or family that you can confide in or just be like, hey, like, I'm so bummed that I missed out on this. I would really love to have, like, a bridal shower and I would love to have a celebration. Like, you think that we could do that or, like, you could help me with something like that? And hopefully you have people in your life who can help you because… I know if any of my friends came to me and was like, I just like really wish I had a bachelorette party. Like I just wish I could do something, I'd be like, let's freaking do it. Like you know, it's like you deserve to feel special and have that moment. And so I think, like, why not? Let's like make it happen. I love that. And do whatever the heck you want. If not, I think the other thing is like, Chelsea and I have talked a lot about this just about comparison on social media it's like you can be doing just fine and then you see someone else's photos of something that you want and you're like oh now I'm maybe you upset. didn't even know you
0: wanted it exactly until they post it and you're
1: like oh you see these I'm really sad. cute wedding photos and you're like dang like it reminds you of what you didn't have when in reality like you're actually fine and happy and maybe it's just like yeah the comparison that's making you sad mm-hmm Totally. But I think you should do whatever the heck you want. And you should throw yourself a freaking awesome wedding or dinner. Yeah. And the beauty
0: of it is you could even, if you wanted to wait, you could save money and do exactly what you want. There's no rush of like, oh, we want to get married soon. You know. Right. You already have the marriage done. Mm -hmm. You know each other. And now you can like actually enjoy the day as as it is. Totally. With those people. Yeah. I think it can be awesome.
1: Okay. I want to come. (laughs) Yeah. Invite us, please. Hi, JC and Chelsea. Ladies are my saving grace when it comes to podcasts. I love your commentary, your topics, your overall company to bless my ears. Thank you here is my issue. How can I just be proud of where I currently am, where I am currently and what I'm doing? I'm getting my master's degree in human development, and I'm really proud of myself for doing so. However, I feel so behind all my friends. They're popping out babies left and right, building brand new houses, putting off this vibe that they have it all. I want to be a mom and I want to move on from my life with school. How do I make my life exciting right now and not worry about what others are doing? Sending you all the
0: love. Oh, did oh, Beth girl. put this in on purpose? Yeah, you're preaching to the <laughs> choir, sis. <laughs> as she's reading, I'm like, wow, you read mine. I literally woke up this morning at 4 a.m. And me and JC have been talking about buying houses and, you know, all that disastrous stuff you have to do as an adult. Renting houses, buying, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's so hard not to feel like you're behind mm-hmm. on so many things. And for the most part, it's the same thing. Like, day to day, I feel fine about where I am. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I'm proud of myself. And then as soon as I see other people who are like, we just bought a $2 million home. And I'm just like, uh, 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 like, yeah. how? Oh my gosh, they're younger than me. How are they doing this? Yes. You know, how? Really, that's just my main question is yeah. how. And it's so hard not to feel like at that point when you see that I'm a failure and I yeah, <laughs> like have accomplished nothing in life. You're
1: behind and it all has to do with comparison. And, and I think… In our generation, we have to deal with so much more comparison than other generations have. And it's by, I guess, the choice of our own for like getting on social media every day. But you just see every, you know, all these people that you follow, you see the best parts of their day for the most part. And you see the best parts of their life that they're showing. And it's just so easy, like you said, to feel like you're so behind. And it's so crazy because I feel like a lot of my friends are very successful. And they're and we talk about this all the time. It's like, I have friends who are my age and are very successful. Multi-millionaires. Yeah, multi-millionaires. They've already bought homes that are, you know, millions of dollars. And like, yeah. so, you know, when I'm renting still and like, I'm like, oh, I, I'm not in that place where I can do that. It's so crazy because we're only 26 years old. Yeah. Yet we feel like we're failures because we have friends who are just extremely like successful monetarily and like can buy kind of whatever they want and just things like that. And on one hand, I'm so grateful to be surrounded by people who like are driven and successful because it makes me like, it inspires me to be the yeah. same. But I think when you're in a bad headspace, and especially when I start like looking at people who like are pregnant and having kids and
0: all of that, of course, like. Yeah, they have like three kids and they live in. A million dollar home. Yeah, a million and I'm dollar like, home. They're a year younger than you. You're just like, Exactly. Uh, I thought I was going at a good pace, but suddenly I'm like panicking that I <laughs> need to speed up everything.
1: Totally. I think it's so normal to feel that way. Sorry, we just took over your question and told all <laughs> of like, our insecurities. We're
0: like, you think you're sad? We're more
1: sad. <laughs> yeah. But, and then I tell Chelsea all the time, people probably look at us and say things
0: like that. It's like, yeah. oh, how
1: did they do this or whatever? Meanwhile, we're looking at other people saying, how are they doing that? And like,
0: how do they have money? How are they like getting everything that they want as soon as they exactly. want it? How is their business so successful? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And
1: I think also, like, we always only see a part of the picture. And that's what I always say about certain people where it's like, oh, how the heck did they buy that house? And they come to find out. It's like, oh, their parents bought it for them. It just, you know, and that's not like, uh, that's great if their parents buy them stuff. It's just, yeah, it's just like. There's more
0: that goes on behind the scenes. Exactly.
1: Whereas you think like, oh, they're just so wealthy. And how do they do that at that age? And it's like, oh, well, they got help. And that's how, for a lot of people, not always. But I think like, there's always more to the picture. And, like she's saying a lot of her friends just are giving off the vibe that they like have it all or that they know it all. And it's just like no one does. So I promise you those people still have insecurities or things that, you know, I've even seen people who have kids who like are the opposite of what I'm feeling where it's like, they're like, I miss my old self a lot. And like, I love my kids, but I miss my old self. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I just like bosses always so bad, you know? Totally. I feel like that's always going to be the case. And you just have to remember that everyone has their own struggles. But I think social media is like a huge culprit of just comparison. And like you said, you're seeing all of them, you know, doing all this stuff. And it's just like, building a new house. And you're just like, okay, I'm a failure. But in reality, you're on your own timeline. You're on your own timeline. And it's amazing that you're going to school. And if you're proud of yourself for that, then that's all that you need is to be proud of yourself at the end of the day. And your journey is special because it's yours. That's why I keep having to remind myself too, is like, there is no timeline. There is literally no
0: right or wrong thing to be doing. Exactly. I was going to say, I used to always say there's always going to, like, you just have to accept that there's people that are going to be doing better than you, but people are doing worse than you. But actually, the more I think about it is it's actually just different than you. Yeah. It's just different. It's not better or worse or more valuable than you. It's just different. And that's okay. Totally. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like we were saying, you don't have to label everything as bad and good. Like, oh, it's bad that I don't have kids yet. It's bad that I don't have this house yet. It's bad that I, you know. And also, just why is. do you expect to like make, I don't know, at least maybe this is just me, especially with social media, you see 18-year-olds who are literally billionaires, like right. Carrie Jenner, for example. Right. And you're just like, oh, am I not like doing enough? Like, do right. I need to be just killing myself to, you know make so much money and I'm so behind and it just adds into everything. But
1: not to go on for like 20 minutes about this question, but I think you also have to know what you prioritize and like what is important to you. Because I I think a lot of people, it's like you lose yourself. I saw someone post recently. They're saying like, do you ever just get on social media and you get to a point where you like don't even know like your personality or what you like or anything because you're just like so bombarded. And I think we just need to be more still with ourselves and like more intentional about like what do we actually even want and that's what I've been trying to do lately it's like you know why do I want the things I want is it because I'm like oh well I need to do this because other people are doing it is it because I actually want it really bad like I've been trying to be extremely honest with myself in like every area and there are things that I want you know because I just want it and when it's not working you're like goodbye like that's so annoying but at the same time it's like you don't have to want whatever you don't have to want to buy a house right now and build a house and have kids. Like, you really don't. It's like, if you want to go to school for another five years and then— Yeah, or be single. It's like, then that's what you want. And that's amazing. And you should, like— You should, you know, run with that and just keep going because you're on your own journey. And it just doesn't truly matter at all what other people are doing around you.
0: It doesn't. Hi, Beth, JC, and Chelsea. I found out in my first marriage that I am not able to have kids and disclosed that within a week of dating my new fiancé. Okay, so she was in a marriage and now she's engaged to somebody else. Okay. So she told—sorry, that uh, was—I had to clarify for myself.
1: She told her boyfriend that within one week of dating him? Is that what she said? Like her now he's her fiance but she told yeah. him that in the within first week? A,
0: Yeah, within a week of dating okay. my new fiance. It was a huge hurdle for us but we made it out stronger on the other side. Now we are building a house together and to save money we are living with his parents. We told his parents this information and it went really well. The next day his mom was complaining to his sister that he deserves someone who can give him kids. Cool. Just Mm-kay. flips on the day after. And I am super selfish for asking her son to not have kids so he can be with me. I'm incredibly hurt and can hardly look at her. What do I do? Okay, so I'm guessing you like overheard her. Right. And maybe she did she know that you heard her? I don't know. Because I'm sure she would feel Apple. absolutely horrible if she, if she knew that you heard her. But she shouldn't be saying anyways. But first of all… That's so valid for you to feel very hurt over that. Yeah. And it sounds like you… I mean, I don't know. This is a very short entry. But it sounds like she's kind of come to acceptance with herself. And it sounds like her new fiancé has also accepted it. And they're okay with it now. Right. And it's like… So it just probably stings when someone else is like, oh, no, that sucks. Right. Like, don't forget. <laughs> like, right. okay. Trust me, trying. I haven't. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's not okay or cool because it's nothing you can control. Yeah. And people just, like, I've said this before, people need to mind their own business because it's not her business. Even. Exactly. Like, it's her son, it's but it's choice his choice and your choice. Yeah. It's like he chose to marry you. You were very honest and upfront with him. And he knows that. So yeah. there's no problem. And there's also if you do want kids in the future, obviously there are other ways to go about that. And like you can still have a beautiful, amazing family. And that's yeah. just not and if you don't want that, that's okay too. I'm just saying, like, that's not anyone else's place to judge at all. And so it's very that's, valid that you feel hurt over that. I think, like, I mean, it's always easier said than done. I think our yeah, conversation. Like, just talk to them. Yeah. I'm like confront <laughs> her. It's terrifying. But I think if it really is, like, eating you up, then you could just have a conversation and say, I overheard you say this. And, like, it really hurt me because that's nothing that I can control. And, yeah. like, that's been a really… I, I, again, I don't want to put I words in your mouth. And I didn't know you but. felt that
0: way. Like, I thought that you were completely fine with it when we told you it went over well. And right. now maybe it seems like you've changed your mind. Like, right. if you have something to say, I would really like for you to say it to me. Right.
1: And not just, you know, talk about it to other people behind my yeah. back.
0: And, yeah, I mean… Because probably more than anything, it's more of a her problem than like, oh, I'm worried about my son. She's probably like, oh, absolutely. Like, maybe like, I'm just having a bad day. And I'm like, oh, I wish you guys could have kids where it's like, it's her own issue that totally. has nothing to do with you. It's her
1: own… It's what she wants. It's yeah, like, oh, well, exactly. I want grandkids and you're not giving that to me. Now I'm annoyed. It's like, yeah. well, that's not your problem. I mean, it's obviously, not, we're just making that up. and
0: could not be the truth. Right.
1: <laughs> but you but know, you know what I mean?
0: It's, it's like, good to make assumptions. Yeah. yeah. As well.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Okay. Hi, ladies. I love you guys so much, and I look forward to your episodes each week. Easily my favorite podcast out there. Sorry this is so long, but I feel like I need to explain everything in order for you to understand where I'm coming from. I've been dating my boyfriend for about four and a half years now, and we are so, so happy together. We talk about our future often, and are wanting to get married and start a family together soon. We're 23 and 24. It's literally my dream to be a wife and a mom. Well, about a year ago, my boyfriend's younger brother— Proposed to his girlfriend, and not only are they younger than us, but they've been dating for a shorter amount of time than we have too. Now, I know that marriage is not a race, and time doesn't really determine anything, but as sad as it is to admit, their engagement has been really tough on me, especially since I want to be married so bad. To make it worse, I found out shortly after their engagement that my boyfriend's brother asked him to wait to propose to me until after they get married. What the? Okay, that's kind of annoying. Um, they get married at the end of July and will have been engaged for an entire year by oh, then. Oh, come on. No, that's ridiculous. You're asking him
0: to wait a year of their life? To make it even
1: worse, my boyfriend's brother and fiancé were given a house from her parents along with about 100 acres of land at no cost. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so annoying. It's like
0: you don't want to be annoyed, but it's You so don't want to be that annoying. person that's like, I have nothing against the kids whose parents pay that pay for their house and do. buy them cars, I but I actually hate them. Yeah. Like, I actually despise the, the <laughs> fact that they exist. And it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, what I always say is it's character building. When yeah. you have to
1: work for your, your own stuff, it will pay off in some yeah. way. I have to
0: believe that. And also, I, like, I 100% understand the kid has nothing you know, to, do, nothing with to do with it. They and also just, the parents, they, like, literally worked hard to provide for their children. <laughs> But at the same time, you're just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like taking like 50% of my t- paychecks to like maybe do like a 5% down payment on a house and their parents are like, free house
1: in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> you're
0: like, really? Yeah,
1: absolute worst. Okay. So at no cost, 100 acres, really? That's really crazy. Okay. And their families have been essentially renovating it for them and fronting a majority of those costs. To make it even worse, I'm a bridesmaid. So it makes me feel—it makes me feel like total crap to feel this way towards them when I'm literally in their wedding.
0: Okay. Oh, sorry. Really quick side note: I can guarantee it was not the brother. I guarantee it was her who asked her brother to ask—or sorry, totally. not her brother who asked her fiance after totally. to brother. Guys don't care about this shiz. No. She did made him do his dirty one hundred dirty work.
1: I'm okay. like, you should hate her. <laughs> you should drive a wedge between you two. <laughs> Um, okay. I am definitely struggling with a big case of comparison and jealousy. Seeing someone else live out your dream and essentially get it all handed to them. I'm very close to my boyfriend's family and love them to death, but it has isn't tough having their marriage and home renovation at the center of every conversation for the past year, along with four bridal showers. Oh, oh. this oh. woman. This is so excessive. And an upcoming bachelorette trip. How do I work past this jealousy and resentment to truly be happy for them? I hate feeling this way about them when they truly do mean so much to me.
0: Honestly, I that's don't really a- like her either. <laughs> from the sounds of it, well, no, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm like kind of just joking around, but at the same time, well, it's hard. The year, to the who- year is really killing me. That they're like, can you just wait until we've gotten married? It's like you're asking them to postpone their life plans. No,
1: that's so not- that you won't
0: have as much attention. It's
1: like that's so dumb. Like I'm actually I'm thinking about even my- Leif's brother. And his wife, like, they were engaged. We were engaged at the same time. Yeah. So they were engaged. And and then we got engaged two months before they got married. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just picturing them being like, don't do that. I'd be like, what the F? Yeah. Like, and they were so happy for us. Because it's like, that's what normal people should be. You should be, I don't know. Yeah. To me, it's like, it's almost. like, maybe if they're
0: like, hey, can you not propose to her on my wedding day? It's right. like, that would make sense. But like, the whole time we're engaged?
1: No. Or even like, you want within all, a month, maybe. It would you be want maybe normal. all
0: of the attention for an entire year. Just so you know, people are, have lives and they, like, have good things happen to them. Right. That's—I feel like it's a little bit selfish. Yeah, that is extremely selfish. And honestly, I, I would just, like—if your boyfriend is wanting to propose to you and it's like, that's genuinely the only thing that you guys are waiting for. Maybe you guys aren't, you ready know, or ready. Something. But if that's the only thing you're waiting for, I would literally just be like, let's talk to them and be like, hey, we're well, wait, trying to get so things said, going.
1: So she said July, though? Cause that's literally in a month. Oh. Okay. They said they get married at the end of July. Girl, you should have wrote, written into us a year ago. Yeah, exactly. We just can <laughs> get that ring, sis. I mean, at this point, yeah, it's like, this okay, point, well, yeah. might as well wait. We got a couple weeks left. Yeah. But that is extremely annoying. I do want to validate your feelings. Like, that's it's so annoying to it's like you're saying watch someone live out what you want and get it all handed to them, like for free. While they're asking you, while not they're asking to. you to be like, and you don't get to do that. It's like, okay, now you're annoying me on top of like every yeah. single thing you're doing at this point is adding on to the annoyance and resentment of yeah. it. Yeah. I really have no advice for you. No,
0: I Just think that I validate you.
1: Totally. I think that's extremely annoying, but it sounds like you only have a few weeks left. And so until they get married and hopefully it's hard to know what, because I know people who get stuff handed to them, but they're really, really nice people. Yeah. And so I have nothing, not that I have other stuff against whatever, but <laughs> when people are really nice and like humble, it's like, okay, well, Sure, they get everything handed to them, but they're a good person. And they're a good so person. So it's like, whatever. But so I don't know if that's the case with this girl. Yeah. And like, you're him. just annoyed. And you're like, I, you're even
0: more annoyed that you're annoyed with her because she's a great person. So right. you're like, shiz. But if she's annoying and she's… Something, te- something tells me something's off if she's asking to wait a whole year. Yeah, I agree. And hey, maybe think- I'm weird, but I think that's weird. No, I think that's weird. I think that's so… I think that's extremely selfish. Like, I think selfish. the only day that's off limits is literally their wedding day. Totally. At the wedding. Yeah. It's like, please just don't propose (laughs) at my wedding. That would be the only thing that would
1: be (laughs) weird.
0: And some girls literally like are okay with that. Yeah. So yeah. Something's fishy. Something's fishy about this, sis. Keep us updated. Yeah. And truly, there really is nothing that when people get things handed to them from their parents, like truly, it doesn't actually bother me that much. The only thing is, is when you want it so bad and you're working so hard towards something and someone doesn't even care. And then they're like, oh, I got handed this. You're like, Oh, that's awesome for you. Yes. Yes. It's extremely annoying. <laughs> well, that's comparison. That's me being toxic. Okay. I need to read this one because I feel this. Okay. Hello. I'm literally in love with you guys. Whoa. <laughs>
1: She's like, I feel this. I am obsessed with myself as well.
0: <laughs> I'm actually in love with myself as well. And you inspire me every day to create the life I want. Y'all are some of the only influencers I follow just because you give me the perfect fix of positivity and advice and fun. Oh, wow. Anyways, I have a really hard time not caring about what other people think about me. Recently, I went to one of my first parties. I'm a senior in high school and I was really worried, but I wanted to step out of my comfort zone. It's been a few days and I still am getting anxiety about how I acted or what I said and if I seemed a certain way. Ugh, I just want to live and be satisfied with how I handle situations. Thanks for any advice you may give. I talked about this a while ago on one of the episodes and I was saying, maybe I'm weird, but I will, after I go to a social event or, you know, a party or something, a social situation, Mm -hmm. and I'll say something and it doesn't get a good reaction or I feel like I overreacted or I'm like too loud or I feel annoying. Afterwards, for days, I will think about that. Like, it will haunt me. Like, what I said and just like, those people probably think I'm so stupid or those probably… People probably think I'm so annoying. Like, I can't believe I said that. And I'll just like replay it in my mind to torture myself. Like it will keep me literally up at night. And I'll talk to Nick about it. He's like, I promise you, nobody cared at all.
1: I, I've felt that like that definitely a few times. Like yeah. I've said stuff and I'm just like, I hate myself. Yeah. And I get
0: home, I'm like, yeah, goodbye. Like, so first of all, that's <laughs> like world. so normal. And yeah. I actually talked to your dad about this. in one of my coaching calls, because it was after one of these situations where I was like, I, and you know, what happens usually is when I'm playing games with people because I get so competitive. And then I feel dumb after I played a game of like how competitive I got. So Mm -hmm. I like think I'm like, I shouldn't have, I should have like chilled out a little bit. Like I let my emotions take control or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling him about this and I'm like, truthfully, it's like bugging me so bad that I said this or that I acted this way, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, but how long were you with those people? And I'm like, oh, I was at a party for like three hours or something or four hours. And he's like, so 10 minutes out of, maybe 10 minutes, maybe not even 10 minutes of that four hour thing like that you went to, you felt annoying. No one cares. And the rest of the time, the rest of the three hours and 50 minutes you were there, you were fine and you don't have a problem with how you acted. Is it fair for you to be like, I'm an annoying person because like this tiny percentage of time I did something stupid. So that kind of made me feel better. Like- okay, 99% of the time I'm fine. And I don't think about what I said, but there's always these little moments where I'm like, it just haunts me when you have to realize, usually focus on the bad way more than you're focusing on something funny. Like I definitely never think about something funny. I said the night before that actually landed. You know what I mean? And then people will say something to me weeks later and be like, remember you said that was hilarious. Like, oh my gosh, when you made that joke. And I'm like, I don't remember that. But if they were to say, remember when you said this thing, I'd be like, I "I have it in my journal. (laughs) Yeah. I think,
1: of course, we're always our own worst critic. So we Mm -hmm. think about the bad things when I think really no one cares. It's like, I can't think of a single time. Like I've been with you and been like, Ooh, that was horrible (laughs) when I get home. It's like, I just, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think about that about anybody else. Exactly. So no one else probably does either. exactly. And I always say this, it's like, if, if someone else is fixating on how annoying you are, or and how annoying you are. It's like, it says a lot more about them anyway. So let them fixate on that and be annoyed. It's like not your problem. Totally.
0: And they're thinking about you. It's flattering. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh my gosh, they're talking about you. They're giving you attention. Okay. You're,
1: fuels you're you. toxic.
0: <laughs> I'm like, actually I do it on purpose just to get in people's brains. <laughs> no, Put but them on their mind, you know, it it makes you feel better to think about it like that instead of not actually like, oh my gosh, I love being on people's minds, but they're spending their own precious energy and time yeah, talking it's, it's and thinking about what it you did matter. wrong when it's like, yeah, it has nothing to do with actually who you are.
1: Totally. Love that. Okay. Well, that's all for today's advice episode. I love
0: doing these. Yeah. It's fun.
1: Um, thanks for writing in. We so should we do one have- every month. Whoa. We should do like a bonus episode every month. Last Friday of the month. Yeah. You down? That sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, if you want to follow our podcast, it's at what we said podcast. Exciting updates to come. I say that every freaking time, but.
0: And if you're not yet, you should subscribe to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. I think maybe it's following on Spotify. Um, But that helps a ton.
1: Yeah. And you also get notified when like a new episode comes out. So you don't have to be refreshing or anything or searching us up. You'll just get a notification. So subscribe if you want. Follow our Instagram. If you want to be involved in more of our episodes, we're going to do... Um, like shocking roommate stories oh, yeah. next week.
0: We haven't done one in so long. It's been like
1: years. Yeah. I'm so excited because a lot of people have been requesting this one and I remember when we did it a while ago, like we were dying because everyone has a bad roommate experience. Yeah. So it's going to be really good. That's next week's episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, We love you guys. Have an amazing weekend and that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.